0: The Medical College of Wisconsin, Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Well, Well, Well. I am excited to have our special guest on for the second time, this time talking about her decision to take step one in her M3 year. British Fields is a rising fourth-year medical student at MCW Milwaukee campus. As an aspiring pediatrician, British plans to use her voice to advocate for those who have been wronged by the healthcare system and deliver care that will lead to disease prevention, better health outcomes, and ultimately a reduction in health disparities. I hope that you all enjoy this episode. Be well. British, thank you so much for being here again. This is the second episode that British has recorded of Well, 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 and I am so appreciative to you to dedicate your time to record these episodes that I think are really meaningful for our students and helpful. So just thank you. Thank you so much. Um, And you just answered my icebreaker question, what feels like a few days ago, really, I think it was more than that. But it feels like so, so uh, in the much in the recent past. But is there anything else you want to share about ways you've been promoting your wellness or taking care of yourself recently? Yeah, Um. so I guess
1: like one form of wellness that I haven't like let go throughout being in med school is like talking to my mom. Um. So I literally, um, I'm a only child to a single parent. So Um, she's always on me about like everything, but I always try and make sure even on the most busy of rotation or the most busy days that I do take, um, like at least five minutes to like speak to her every day. Um, On the weekends, we talk like multiple times, but even like my classmates know, like if I step out while we're studying, like it's because my mom called.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And I think just like regardless of who that person is for everyone, it's that idea of just like staying connected to your support system, right? Like making them a part of this journey in some way, whatever that looks like for you.
1: Yeah, and maybe they don't understand it completely, like because my family sure doesn't, but at least it's somebody to just like have a fun like non-medical conversation with or just like some fun catching
0: up yes I feel like you need the people who don't understand right like you said yes kind of like they're they're a way to like pull you out of that world a little bit because we know like med school's a thing it like envelops you so much and so much of your identity and we need those people who who pull us out of that a little bit agreed Yeah, awesome. So British is here for this episode to discuss her decision of taking step one during her M3 year. So just kind of diving right in British, I know that uh, people have all sorts of different reasons why they make that decision to push step one into their into their third year. But can you tell us a little bit about how you decided to do that?
1: Yeah, so um, I can be you know, I'm going to be very honest and sharing like my experiences and I'll be honest, like I didn't want to push step into the third year. Um, I really was going to try and sit for it as an M2 uh, um, but oh and also I should mention that I took a step, was initially studying for step one while it had a three digit score. Um, so there was like a lot of pressure on myself or probably like unnecessary pressure that I put on myself and, you know, just being in medical school. And, you know, I was really trying to secure like a, a decent, I wasn't trying to get like a 270 or even a 250 on step one. Like I was really just trying to a score like a decent um, three digit score. And I was studying, had, you know, did all the stuff during the year. Um, studied, used Pathoma, used my questions. Then once I got to dedicate it, it just like wasn't going fast enough. Things weren't clicking fast enough. I was like barely, almost kind of passing. Um, when I was scheduled to take my exam on June fourteenth. So, um, shout out to Cheryl and Molly. I met with Cheryl um, and Molly like all throughout the year. Um, Cheryl was like, you know, let's you know just push it out till orientation week of m3 year i was like cool orientation week uh we get to maybe like a few days before maybe like five days uh five to seven days before i'm supposed to take my exam and i'm on a tutoring session i was like yeah i got this really weird rash on my stomach it hurts so bad and my tutor is like yeah you might have shingles i was like i don't have shingles and lo and behold i had shingles oh
0: no uh, yeah
1: um it is not fun at all and i thank god it didn't come in like my eye or anything um but like my body was literally telling me like you are stressed beyond belief mentally i knew i was exhausted and clearly physically um i was exhausted and not well um so like a crazy person, I still was going to sit for this exam, shingles and all. Oh, um, wow. Because I couldn't bear to push it to third year. I was not going to change my schedule. I was not going to do this. I was not going to do that. Um, no, I wasn't. I need to get this exam over with. That's. I'm sure that's what a lot of you might be thinking or, you know, a lot of people might say to themselves too. But like, I was like, no, I'm not. And then, you know, with the help of Cheryl and some come to Jesus moments, it was like, you need to like take a step back from this. Like you're, you're, you're not doing any benefits to yourself by um, being sick and sitting for this exam. Like your, your body is literally saying like, Hey, it's time to slow down. Wow.
0: I mean, thank goodness for those people, right? Like Sheryl and Molly, as you were saying to kind of like bounce this off of and talk it through and just ease your mind. And like, you, you know, it's the right thing to do, but I just, in your story, I just hear so much of like you doing what you needed, basically. So in the beginning, it was like feeling like you needed that, that additional time to prepare, even though it wasn't something you wanted to do, but like giving yourself that grace and that time. And then the next time around, you know, taking care of yourself physically, right. And understanding that like your body literally needed more time. Um, So even though, you know, it took some, some support from other people, I think just like, honoring your spirit body you know mind everything by making those decisions is what i hear
1: yep agreed
0: so i know Another piece, there's there's like that piece of like, I want to accomplish this at the quote-unquote correct time, right? Like more of that like emotional mental piece. But I think people also get anxious about the logistical side of things, right? So like if I push it off into third year, what does that mean for my rotation schedules and how do I rearrange? Um, so what was that like for you?
1: Yeah, so um,
0: thankfully I knew
1: like pretty early um, – coming into med school that I wanted to do peds. So I prioritized picking track A, B, um, because peds was one of the rotations that's in the middle. And some of the kind of upperclassmen were saying that you should pick, you know, the rotation or the specialty that you're interested in and put it in the middle. Um, So I had, you know, got my second choice in tracks. I was on A2, I was so excited. So one of the reasons why I didn't want to push my exam because I didn't want to um, move my schedule and um, Cheryl was really like, you know, no, you can keep the same schedule and then we can use your elective months as um, times for you to take step one. And I was like, "Mm, okay, it still wasn't ideal because I lose those months and I might have to use a vacation month or research month or something I will have to use to give up to get that space. Um, Additionally, I did move uh, my internal medicine rotation and my electives. So for people that are listening um, that know the tracks very well. So track a in the spring starts off with P's internal medicine and, and then electives. So I switched my internal medicine and my electives uh, so that I could go to peds and then go straight into dedicated for step one. Um, I did have to get approval from uh, at the time Dr. Sal was the dean um, and now it's Dr. Narayan
0: yeah. but I
1: did have to get approval from uh, Dr. Sal to change my schedule which we did like very early in the year. Um, I worked with her uh Carrie McDermott over in the registrar's office and Cheryl to um, make that switch happen very early and I felt like and I kind of had this pseudo mentality going into it like I'm coming off a piece it's gonna be something that I love to do I should be coming out with the best spirits um and then going in and dedicated like that should hopefully motivate me should push me to want to just knock this exam out and just be great. And
0: Um, Is that that what you found? Is (laughs) that you felt you had you were pretty high spirit or how did that end up going?
1: Um, I think I was kind of tired. Yeah. I, was like, I needed a break. Like, um, I had some pretty heavy rotations early. Um, so I had like everything before that. So I started on surgery, had OB anesthesia, family psych. So I, and then just like the two weeks for winter break and then jumping back into the Um, I was pretty tired and it was like, okay, whatever. I got to shake it off because the peach shelf was not easy. So it's like going from one shelf, taking the weekend and then jumping into dedicated for step one. Um, so that part wasn't the way it turned out to be with me being excited and wonderful and, in the best of spirits, but um, it worked out.
0: Right. Right. And so like with your 2020 hindsight, now thinking about the the process you had to go through to rearrange, I mean, do you feel like it was worth it? Are you glad you made that decision? How do you feel about it now that you're you're past that? Yeah, um,
1: I definitely am happy that I made that choice to push the exam back and didn't compromise like my schedule too much. Um, I did in a passing, thank God. Um, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> and I think like one of the things like, so during third year, I I wasn't happy about the decision. Um, I felt like an imposter kind of like every day. Like I didn't feel like a real M3 um, because I knew I still had this exam looming in the back of my head. Um, I remember like when my co-M3s got their step scores and everybody was talking about it in the surgery room. And it was like, oh, uh, I was like, you know, jealous and just sad that I still had to like go back into like such a dark time and it, I was worried that I was gonna like be in a really depressed state when I had to start back studying for a step um, but the good thing is for those who are thinking about taking step in the third year is that you take shelf exams at the end of every rotation well, most rotations um, and those exams are literally standardized exams every time you take one unless it's a house exam or slash MCW makes the exam, um, you are literally taking a standardized exam. And one of the issues that I had is that I'm, I'm not the best test taker. Uh, so seeing those questions like every month was awesome. And then also being in the rotations, like remembering why I'm going into medicine was like extremely helpful. And like getting good feedback from my attendings and residents that I'm actually um, like a good med student like felt good um, and was also a little bit of how I, where I pulled like some motivation from to get through the month. But I think like taking those standardized exams and learning how to study for those while you're literally working a full-time job in rotations really helped me with um, by the time I got to dedicate it because I only had about four weeks um, to study for the exam.
0: I love that sort of like the silver linings, you know, that are really specific to pushing off into M3 year. And I've also heard that, you know, that the shelf exams are really similar and help you prepare. Um, so what you're kind of already doing as an as a nature of an M3, you know, really does help. Very cool.
1: Agreed. And
0: yeah, um, also like,
1: I just want to just mention, like, you're definitely not alone, people out there. Um, There are a lot of us who have taken step in the M3 year, and I I wouldn't be, like, speaking so boldly about it if I didn't have friends who were a couple years ahead of me or a year ahead of me and were really um, sharing, they're open about sharing their experience with me about taking step in the M3 year. Um, So don't, you're not, we're not the first to do this, trust me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There are a number of students who, who make that decision. Um, what message do you want to send to those students who are either considering pushing back or have already chosen to?
1: I think for uh, those who are considering it, um, just, you know, make sure that you reach out to like Cheryl, Molly, um, and, you know, understand why you're, why you need to push it. And um, if pushing it is like the best decision for you, or maybe you need like a little bit of time and just doing it like a couple weeks into the next rotation. Um, I think that's one thing. And then for those who have already decided to, to push it into the M3 year um, I think my biggest, like, mm, well, one of my biggest messages, Uh, the first is just like, I would say don't try and study for step during your um, clinical rotations. Like you're there to like, enjoy the rotation. You're there to learn. You're there to prepare also for the shelf exam that you have coming up. So make sure that you're being like present and you know, enjoying the time that you have on a particular rotation. And don't try and start studying for step like six, you know, while you're still on your surgery rotation, or you're on your OB rotation, like, make sure that you're just enjoying the rotation. And you're going to dedicate, you know, those four to six weeks, once you're in your vacation time or your elective time, just to knock it out. So try and Try to stay focused on the the what you've got going on in front of you. And when the time comes, you'll you'll knock out step. Trust me. Like, if I can do it, everybody can do it. Um, stay motivated. Use your um, support system. Even if they don't understand all the way what it is, like, you know, just say, like, hey, I just need to, to talk about something, like, normal. Like, let's not, don't ask me about school today. You know, that kind of stuff. And protect your peace. I would say that. Protect your peace. Some people are negative Nancy's and say, like, oh, I did this, oh, I did that. So just make sure you're protecting your peace and um keeping yourself uh free of negative energy.
0: Wise words. I love it, British. And if anyone is so inspired by this conversation or wants to um connect with British, I am gonna put her Twitter handle and her MCW email in the show notes. So please feel free to reach out to her. And I just want to thank you again. I appreciate you so much doing this second podcast with me. And, you know, our goal here was really to let students know that they aren't alone if they're considering this decision or have already decided to do this and push into M3 year. And I just love the message that you've sent. And I appreciate you. And I'm sure our listeners do, too.
1: Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for having me.
0: for tuning into another episode of well 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 be sure to subscribe rate and review and if you have any thoughts or ideas for the podcast or you might feel passionate about a wellness topic you'd love to chat about as a very special guest never hesitate to reach out to me on my mcw email i leave it in the show notes and we want this podcast to really be meaningful and valuable to you our listeners thanks everyone and be well